welcome back to another episode of the glory reds podcast and guys yesterday we played our first champions league match in a very long time and unfortunately we suffered a defeat to one of our nemesis so to say in the champions league Bayern Munich you know we do not have a good history with Bayern Munich in the Champions League and yesterday we unfortunately suffered the same fate by losing to them but guys in all fairness we are not the same Manchester United team that we once were so it was definitely a mismatch in terms of the quality of the teams so fair to say we tried our best you know and unfortunately we could not get the result that we wanted to get but anyway this is going to be a match reaction i'm going to give you guys um a breakdown of what happened during the match some of my thoughts you know how i feel about how we played and what we can do better moving forward and honestly i just wish that we sh we could have somehow pulled some sort of a result because it's now three weeks straight that we're doing a match reaction and we have not managed to win any of the three games starting with of course the arsenal game before the international break and then brighton and now Bayern Munich. So anyway, uh, Manchester United flew to Germany, Bayern Munich, to go and play them in the Champions League. And I just want to give you guys our starting lineup with the team that we started with. First of all, the team that we traveled with was very thin. Um, we did not have a lot of options coming off the bench in all positions. And, you know, most of our players that could have made a difference are injured. And some of the players are just off form or they're just dealing with, you know, all sorts of issues. I mean, for example, in our defense, we literally only traveled with five defenders and our only option off the bench was Johnny Evans. But anyway, with that being said, let me let me take you guys through our starting 11. So in the goalpost, we had Andre Onana. At right back, we had Diego Delo. Our center back pairing of Lissandro Martinez and Victor Lindelof. And our left back was Sergio Regulon. In our midfield, we went with our trusted three of Ericsson, Casimiro, and Bruno Fernandes. And up front, we started Marcus Rashford, Rasmus Hoyland. And his second start for Manchester United and first start for Manchester United in the Champions League game, Pelestri. Um, What can I say about this squad? Look, this squad is probably the strongest squad we could currently put out there with the players which are available, not counting the players that are injured. So do I think it was a decent team? Do I think it was a good team that we could have started? 100%. At this moment in time, we do not have any fit or available number seven players. And that's, of course, the right wing. Um, obviously, we have the whole central issue with Eric Ten Hag. You know, we don't know what the resolve is there at the moment. We have Anthony facing allegations back in Brazil. We have Ahmed Diallo who is injured. So currently our only option is Palestri. Now, of course, the way I'm saying it may sound a little bit negative. Like, ah, oh, he's the only player that we have to play. So we have to play him. Not really in that sense. But I'm just trying to emphasize the fact that, you know, we have very short of options. And, you know, we have been waiting and wanting for Palestri to start. In a match so yesterday he got his opportunity to play for manchester united and you know what guys to be fair 
it was always going to be a difficult game for him because we're facing Bayern Munich and Bayern Munich is no joke. They're really a good side, they're a strong side, very competitive side. So it was never going to be an easy game for him to prove his worth. So I really hope that yesterday's performance is not going to reflect so badly on his name and he will still be given an opportunity to start um, for Manchester United in our next game against Burnley. So how do I think we played yesterday? Look, um, I really think we played better than our game against Brighton. And funny enough, that game against Brighton were playing home and were absolutely abysmal. Um, and I believe that this game against Bayern was actually quite... We, we, we actually... Sorry, excuse me. We actually got off to a good start. You know, the first couple of minutes, the first... 15-20 minutes before we consider the first goal, you know, we actually got off to a good start and we're actually playing very well. Um, I was actually shocked because I thought from the beginning of the game, Bayern were going to run circles around us, but we somehow managed to hold our own. And then unfortunately, you know, Bayern managed to to squeeze in an early goal. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was Leroy Sane who opened up the goal scoring. And once again, United just fell flat from there. We had no backup plan. We had no options. We had no morale, no mental strength to pick ourselves up and carry on from there. That goal, that first goal obviously disappointed a lot of us Manchester United fans. And, you know, obviously this is a topic that we do not want to discuss. But unfortunately, because these errors keep on happening, it seems to be the topic on most of Manchester United's lips. And that's obviously um, the case of if we still had David De Gea, would he have saved that goal 100%? Um, but I don't think we should heavily criticize Onana on that first goal. And yes, he did come out after the game and sort of put the, the blame on himself to say, look, I'm going to carry this loss for the team on my shoulders and... You know, it's because of, of me, obviously speaking to himself, that, that we lost the game. And I don't, as much as I respect him for coming out and, you know, saying that, I don't really think the game was lost because of him. Um, I still think that regardless of him saving that goal or not, it was still going to be a difficult game for us because Bayern were really putting us under pressure, were being overrun in the midfield, and we had no appropriate response for them so yeah so first half you know it was a good half until obviously the first two goals you know got scored and in all fairness i think probably the first goal was the only one that could have been saved maybe the second one as well you know um i think at least if he attempted to die for it um i think he could have got something on that ball i don't think it was a goal that was 100 percent unavoidable but as for the other two goals which were scored we can't argue it i mean there's obviously a penalty penalties are difficult to save and then of course that fourth goal that came through from the Bayern Munich player was a tell or something like that um i don't think any keeper in the world you know would have been capable of stopping that um and if they did then you know i could say it was a clear fluke but yeah other than that um first half you know ended off bad for us 2-0 and honestly, from that point, I never saw us coming back into the game. Um, we didn't look threatening. 
on the attack i never thought that would actually go ahead and score goals so anyway um first half ends we jump into the second half second half gets off to a good start you know we get an early goal by rasmus hoyland you know and we're excited it's 2-1 you know we believe we're back in the game we can actually maybe go in and pull something off maybe we can go and get an equalizer you know get a point off this game which is going to be great for us but once again manchester united we score a goal and not soon later after that we go and concede another goal making it 3-1 now obviously that third goal was a penalty and in my opinion that goal i mean that penalty decision is very debatable um i do believe if it was in the premier league it oh, but you know what the way vr decisions have been going this season i honestly can't say i can't say if in the premier league if it would have counted for a penalty or not but i think that was a bit harsh um, that penalty which was given but i do think it would have been judged differently in the premier league um yeah just because of proximity you know how far the player was from you know the the other player when he when he um, what you call this hit the ball and then it, it, it hit his arm so yeah i think it was a harsh um decision a mistake that really cost us and yeah at that point in time we were 3-1 down and then um, something happened again, you know, Casimiro comes through with a goal and the scoreline is now 3-2. And we're sitting there thinking, okay, wow, maybe we do have one more chance to actually get back in this game. Um, that goal was actually scored quite late um, into the second half. Uh, I'm trying to see, that was in the 80, 88th minute, right? And uh, yeah, assist from from Anthony Martial. By the way, Anthony Martial actually played very well. To be fair, yeah, Anthony Martial. I actually commend him for his performance yesterday, coming off the bench. And just just to let you guys know about the substitutes um, before I continue. So Scott McTominay came in replacing Christian Eriksen at, at the 69th minute, and then we had Anthony Martial and Alejandro Ganacho replacing Rasmus Hoyland and Facundo Palestri and that was in the 81st minute um, big ups to to Anthony Martial he looked very sharp yesterday very ready um, you know to play and I was really impressed by what he was able to do in that short space of time and we have said this before that you know Anthony Martial when he's fit is arguably United's best player and I can still hold that statement strong today when Martial is fit and on form, he's a problem. He's difficult to mark. He's difficult to stop. And, you know, we mentioned in a previous VN to say Martial is very crucial when it comes to winning free kicks in, in what you call this, in good areas of the final third in and around the box. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. You know, he won us a free kick, which, if I'm not mistaken, the free kick that he won is the one that um which cause is the one that um bruno took and and allowed us to get our third goal in extra time so big up to marcial um i hope that he's gonna stay continue to stay fit this season and continue to keep up with the same you know um pace and the same 
why am I losing my words? <laughs> you know, just just keep up with these with these fitness and continue playing with with good form. You know, because it's gonna be very useful for us throughout the season. And yeah, I just hope he stays fit because this season was suffering a lot from bad injuries, and you know we do not need any more players at this point in time to continue getting injured. But anyway, so back to the game. So yeah, so Casimiro manages to get our second goal. It's three two. Happy days. You know, uh, we're trying, we're fighting. At least, you know, something is happening. And then, yeah, um, they go score the fourth goal. And then, like I said, the last goal was scored, of course, in extra time. Um, almost to the last minute, actually, because after that goal was scored, I think there was like a VR, VAR check or something. And then afterwards, the whistle was blown, concluding the game 4-3. Now, of course, the score does not tell the whole story. You know, um, we will st United still displayed a lot of the problems that we have been having this season and sort of you know last season of just no identity in this team no chemistry um you know the mental strength when we go down and you know just not having that ability to pick ourselves up not showing that grit and determination that we actually want to win games against our opponents you know, last season, we actually started very bad, but then we started picking up, you know, in terms of confidence, morale, chemistry, all those things that we're talking about that we want to see the players do, even in terms of possession. It was actually a point where United were actually keeping very good possession against the opponents, and we went on a very long unbeaten run. I don't know what happened. Obviously, we had injuries along the way, but something drastically happened and changed, and United just stopped playing the way Ten Hag wants us to play because last season we did display some moments where we're actually playing like how the manager intends for us to play and we sort of lost that along the way and now it just sort of sort of became worse and worse you know declining um, last season towards the end of the season and we've sort of carried that into the new season which has not played very well in our favor so a lot of problems in that team that need to be fixed injuries do not help us at this present time um of course we're playing burnley our next match and i just really hope that um we can play we, we can go and get a result because now it's three games back to back that we have lost and haven't managed to to watch call this to win and in all fairness yes we did win 4-3 but when you actually think about it i think the only clear-cut goal which we can hold our heads high is that last goal with Bruno's cross and Casimiro's header. Otherwise, Casimiro's goal and look, I'm not trying to take anything away from from what they did. All right, um, a goal is a goal, but it wasn't like a convincing goal. It was uh, I don't call it sloppy, but it was it was luck. You know, the Casimiro goal was a sprinkle of luck um, because he slips on the ball, he falls down, and then manages to just shove it and kick it in. You know catching the keeper off guard same thing i can say about rasmus hoyland's goal again i'm not trying to take anything away from the player but he didn't hit it as clean as he wanted to hit it and it just happened to roll past the goalkeeper and you know that's how we got our first goal so i think we really need to start scoring more convincingly we need to be getting into these games and going and attacking these teams and putting them under pressure not only that but we need to start learning how to keep ball possession better right we need to start showing more determination in terms of winning back the ball as well because 
we're not tracking back you know a lot of these players are not showing that determination of winning these balls and our passes have just become very sloppy a lot of the times during the match we're making very careless passes and losing possession for no reason and that's something that we've been doing a lot this season it's just sloppy passing and not keeping position adequately right um, a lot of instances where we did not know what to do and we just kicked the ball forward hoping someone would you know find it or be at the end of that pass and a lot of the time that wasn't the case and the opposition managed to get position back and come back at us so it doesn't help you know even when we were, when we're playing counter-attacking football there still has to be some sort of structure building the play out from the back and kicking the ball forward rather than just you know not even putting your head up to see who you're passing to and just kicking the ball forward and just hoping for the best you know that strategy doesn't work it hasn't worked and it's it's honestly not going to play in our favor moving forward so we need to start tightening things up we need to start getting the basics right before we can start thinking about playing all this flare football and backhill passes and flickering over players and whatever you know i just think we just need to go back to the basics right we need to just fix up everything you know string along 10 passes have some sort of move you know on how we're going to be attacking you know yesterday i was watching the match and i was laughing because Paimini kept coming at, at us with the same move and this is something that i used to speak about a lot with ben in the past to say a lot of teams have a, a strategy of when they're going forward they know exactly what to do to break down the defense or they know exactly what to do in terms of their formation and their positioning when they're attacking players and going for goal and once they've figured that thing out in their training or whatever that's something that you'll see them implementing throughout the whole game and they'll keep trying it trying it trying it trying it trying it and you see them you know one or two or three times it works and they get the goals brighton did that you know they had the same style of attack play when they came and, and beat us you know they were following the same routine same thing with Bayern coming down the left flank they were just doing the same play repetitively and beating our defenders and we were clueless and oblivious to what was going on which was giving them a lot of chances to take shots at the goal um, I think also with the defense we need to tighten up um, Delow Regulon, very good players going up front, but when it comes to defensive duties, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think Luke Shaw, not even think, Luke Shaw and Juan Bisaka do a way better job, you know, not allowing these players to run past them, not allowing them to get into the box, not allowing them to put crosses into the box, you know, all of that is being shut down before they can even think about making that play. Oh, they put them heavily under pressure where the opposition have to play a ball back you know or through the middle or whatever but basically diverting their plans and with the low and Sergio Regulon <laughs> yeah they're just allowing players you know to just break into our box and set up opportunities for their players to score and that's something that you know we need to to shut down that's something that ten Hag needs to identify to say look i trust you guys going forward but at the end of the day you guys are defenders and you need to do your job you need to make sure that you're shutting down these players and not giving them the opportunities to go out there and get good scoring chances so 
but yeah guys i don't want to make it too long um i think that's a basic recap of what happened yesterday during our first match and it's all well and good you know i'm actually happy that we started off playing Bayern. you know so we can sort of um it's a good tester you know what i mean it's 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 always good to get back into the competition and get tested to sort of like see where exactly you are where you're at you know are you are you strong enough to compete with the best and you know in all fairness it's a good thing that we also got three goals you know three away goals i know it does not really count for anything but hey man it, it's we, we at least we cut down that deficit you know think of it as a one nil um game so it's not really gonna affect us so much in terms of of goal difference but we just need to make sure that our next opponents we go and get three points because the other teams in the group are beatable um we can go and get three points off them so we just need to make sure we go and do the job um so that when we come back and play against Munich again you know we can play for a draw and at least finish in the top two spaces and you know advance um outside of the group stages but yeah thanks again for listening to this podcast episode and um yeah we're gonna be releasing i think a match preview for the burnley game on thursday so yeah but don't forget guys um you can catch us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. you can go to our website that is gloryredsfc.co.uk um you can go to our community page where you can join our whatsapp group you can also follow our social media pages and you can join our football fantasy league so be sure to do that and thanks once again for listening to this podcast episode we'll catch you guys in the next one peace